following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, we've just come through uh, Halloween and uh, heading into the the big holidays, I would say. But for many, Halloween is a big one, and and it is mm. the second most expensive holiday. I'm, I understand the first being Christmas, but in terms of decorating and uh, preparations and all of that. And so I've noticed this year that uh, maybe you've noticed in neighborhoods you've driven around that that uh, it just got more and more grotesque, I'll say. And I just mm. wonder what draws people to the occult? Oh, well, for many years, the occult has uh, permeated our society. Um, but I, I I remember thinking, going into certain buildings and looking at a display that's not even a retail store and um, thinking, why are they doing this? Mm. Um, But it wasn't that I was involved with the marketing person (laughs) of that entity, Uh, but shopping centers are are full of stores displaying um, all the way from occult um, crystals and horoscopes and Ouija boards. Um, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I just, it's hard to understand why they want to show the skulls and the crossbones. Uh, but witchcraft just walks through the doors of our, mm-hmm. our, uh, it, and even <clears throat> children's uh, displays in the form of, of, of occult books, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, but trolls and games, um, you know, uh, Harry Potter, um, all these things that deal with magic and sorcery, mm-hmm. cartoons, movies, Halloween paraphernalia. So, you know, uh the Bible even says, the Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, the later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. That's First Timothy 4, the very first verse. And so I think part of it is understanding for those who are readers, um, a I never will forget when I was doing research on Satan, demons, and Satanism. Well, there's the Satanic Bible, and I have a copy of that. Um, There are all kinds of books that are occultic books. Um, uh, In the newspapers, um, certain magazines, you know, horoscopes, articles about witches and warlocks and the New Age. Um, it, it's like dangling, you know, you, you hear dangling a a carrot mm. and a hor- you know, in front of a horse, mm-hmm. but put it out far enough and it keeps um, enticing the horse to move, 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 move forward. And um, uh, uh, seminars, um, uh, there are a lot of seminars that are given 
um, these are called sometimes self-improvement seminars, but they're based on New Age philosophies, um, schools. Um, some teachers will have all kinds of displays in their rooms, and um, that's a type of indoctrination. Uh, music, heavy metal, you know, hard rock, black rock. Um, I mentioned... Um, Games, they're, they're toys, but they're like Quake, Heretic. Um, I've already mentioned uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, on the Internet, there's so much uh, displayed. Um, I've heard it called Satan's Most Unrestricted Playground. And, you know, so, so I think our... I think there's a fascination to what is considered the occult. And by the way, the word occult means hidden, covered, concealed. And um, the word occult describes any practice used or, or could be uh, or item used in an attempt to gain supernatural power or knowledge apart from the God of the Bible. And uh, generally it refers to superstition, fortune-telling, spiritism, black and white magic, and then aspects of parapsychology. But the point here is an occultist, an, an occultist, a person who practices the occult, relies on these various diverse practices to achieve or attempt to achieve supernatural power or to acquire supernatural knowledge. And so I think the issue is power um, and it's to understand the unknown. Many people, they want to know the future, so they'll go to a person, it's called um, divination. Um, a person who is a fortune teller, uh, but they want to discover hidden knowledge. And there's just a fascination that so many have. I, uh, the problem is, <laughs> this is forbidden by God. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, 
in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. We want to let you know about our customer support team. They are available to you anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. What they'll do is uh, listen to your situation. Just if you have some issue in your life, they'd like to talk with you. And, you know, we all face challenges, big and small, in our daily lives. But our customer support team can help you and uh, be a valuable resource to you in terms of providing some resources, getting those into your hands quickly, either maybe uh, looking on our website. They can show you a resource there that would be helpful for you in your situation or order some of our resources and get those sent off to you pretty quickly. So they'll help help you access the right resources there. And uh, so just give them a call. We want to let you know about one of our keys for living that June was referring to a moment ago called The Occult, Dispelling the Darkness. And that and so many other resources are available as you call customer support. They're at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also, you can check out our website. All the resources are there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's get to our caller for tonight. We have a listener uh, on listening to WMCA in the Garden State, New Jersey. We have Claude. Well, hello, Claude. Welcome to Hope. Hi, Jim. Hi. I remember you when you were on WWDJ, 970 AM. Am I correct? Oh, well, that's true. That's true. Yes. And that's going way back. It that's is. going way back. I'm, I'm 66. I'm not afraid to tell my age. <laughs> okay. And you're like a spiritual mom to America. We love you. We mm. thank you. We honor you tonight that we still have you uh, teaching and, and serving God. Because you are, you have authentic, loving heart. Um, so many nights um, when you were on, was it hope for the night? Remember hope in, hope in the night, June. That's and, what this um, call is you, right now. You've just called hope in the night. That's right. Yeah, you were on. I think longer at one time. Uh, uh, you used to stay on till about what two in the morning, three in the morning. Well, we were on from uh, your time zone, Eastern time zone, was 12 to 2 o'clock. You're right. Uh, yeah. Now now we and do one so, hour. Yes. Yeah. I want to tell you that so many times people was in darkness. And mm. hope in the night is like a lighthouse in darkness. And mm. so many times you would counsel people and bring them hope. 
and you, you, your staff, and you, you would just give them uh, resources and things like that that just rescued their life. It's like uh, Jesus when he, Peter was in the water and he came and he picked them up out of the water. Mm. And um, you, you're, you are like when a person is drowning, hope in the night helps them. Uh, it's, it's like a, a, a what do you call it? A lifeboat, lifeguard <laughs> that comes to, in the, at night, and you're drowning. You're going down for the third time, and there he is, and you shine a light on, and you know, and all the, the team dive in the water and catch you. And oh man, you just be so thankful. And um, I just, well, Claude, Claude, let me tell you. Let me tell you what what really is. Um, I think I think we've been blessed by God because. It's not because of me. It is presenting God's truth for today's problems. We present biblical hope and practical help. But what does God say about it? Because there are times when I remember at, at various times in my life, I thought, well, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know this was in the Bible. I didn't know there was a forbidding of something or this is what you do. So I just remember, see, I was not raised with the Bible. Uh, I was in a church, but um, the Bible was not taught there. So I was stunned when I saw the power of God's word when I got around true Christians. And I just kept observing and observing. I wanted to see if there was consistency. And then later... Um, I went to a superb teacher and I asked, how do I know if I'm a Christian? I think I am. Well, there, there was no way I was a Christian, but I didn't know that. And I didn't even know what it meant to be a Christian. So um, I, I know what it's like to not know so much and then come into exposure of God's truth and God's truth is revealed in God's Word. So I can promise you it's not that we were any kind of a special ministry. It's just we took very seriously. People need to know what God says. And if we do what He says to do, and we are committed to be what He calls us to be, then that changes our lives inside out. So... I, I appreciate your compliments, but I can assure you, I, if, without the Lord and his blessing, uh, we would not have had those results of changed That's lives. That's so right. thank you. you, you you're, very, you're very affirming. Point. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. But you know, like my pastor was at church tonight. There's no coincidence. He was, he started teaching about false prophets, Love of Jesus Church in Orange, New Jersey, Pastor Jason Alvarez. Mm, mm. And um, he, he, 34 years anniversary. And Pastor wow. Jason, during the pandemic, all the other churches in New Jersey was closed. Pastor Jason said, no, I'm not going to close. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to close. And um, I just thank the Lord for him, for his love for God, and how he obeyed God. And God just used him. He speaks the truth. And, and and he and with love, that's and huge. He was teaching about the, the false prophets and how it tied right in. Oh, 
and you're right, you always point, and I hate to begin me from jumping around the various different things, but you're right, you always would point us to to the Word of God and to Jesus, so we have to give him honor that he uses people, and and we, and and you always would, he gets the glory. And, and, well, thank you. And, uh, you know, June, in many nights when people was, didn't have no hope, suicidal people, people mm-hmm. on drugs, and then yes. and you would and you would listen to them, and you would counsel them, and then you know so many people I know they changed their mind about suicide when yeah. you was talking to them, and you talked to them and and let them know no, God loves you, and even the drug addicts they were calling to everyone, no matter who they were, any walk of life, you always would love them. And talk to them, and that's so important because people, like like you said, when they they're giving up hope, and because of the conditions of the world and what was going on in, in this country. So the pastor, he was talking about these false prophets, and how people have this fascination with the 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 psychic the psychic realm, the supernatural realm, yes. and because they don't want to they don't want to go God's way, they don't want to take the time and and read the Bible and and go to and, and and go to God God's way. So they want to take a shortcut. They want they want to get into uh, um, of the supernatural. Listen, like you were saying mm-hmm. tonight about Hollywood, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter. You know, and some people, they got this fascination with him, with the supernatural, with and then you have these tar card readers and yes. You have the, the and, and, and people say dabbing with deadly powers when you start messing around with the Ouija board and, and the mm-hmm. crystals. You open yourselves up to demonic forces and they're coming to your home. And my pastor tonight, he was talking about Samuel in the Bible, how he messed up and he didn't obey mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. and it cost him for that. And then he went to a witch because he couldn't, he no longer could talk to God. The witch of so Endor? He, mm-hmm. Yep. He went to her and she deceived him and he made him think that uh, that was uh, Samuel who would, mm-hmm. uh, and God said, do not consult with the dead. And he, he disobeyed and, uh, we, and people is just still doing that and they are are um, uh, opening themselves up to uh, demonic forces, and, and and if their children is around, you know, it, it, send, it can get on their children and start reaching havoc in your home and in your life. And my pastor, before he closed out tonight, he spoke about Second Samuel and First Samuel twenty-eight. He was in Acts eight eighteen, mm-hmm. Chronicles ten thirteen, and Sister June he. Before he closed up tonight, he said that he said that if you start playing with the devil, he will mm-hmm. wow you. He's a master of deception, and he said if you're not strong in 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 the word, he'll take you for a ride. Well, you know, many people have never opened the Bible to even see what, uh, and they don't know where to go in the Bible. But um, you you mentioned about um, those who consult the dead. Well, Isaiah eight nineteen says, 
when someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead in behalf of the living? So see, that's scriptural. That's, in other words, there are many other scriptures that actually forbid consulting, in other words, seances, where you're supposedly talking to someone uh, who has, is deceased. And um, so we, and I remember when I first started really looking at these scriptures, uh, Leviticus 19.31 says, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. So that's very clear, Leviticus 19.31. So what is your question for me for this evening? struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We're here because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of the ministry here. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'd like to help you to get the resources that will help you the most. We have over 100 titles in our Keys for Living library, and they're not just about uh, solving uh, service-related issues or solving uh, you know product issues, but they would like to provide you help when you need it the most. Talk to them about any issue you might be having, a relationship problem or struggle in your life, and they'll help you to get the right resources there. We want to mention uh, some of our keys for living for you that uh, might be interesting as we talk about this topic tonight. One is called the occult dispelling the darkness. Also, we have spiritual warfare strategy for the battle. And uh, we have as well a uh, one of our keys for living called Satan, Demons, and Satanism, seeing the sinister reality. And so uh, an easy way to remember that is the SOS. If you need help, you call SOS or uh, that's, a, that's a signal. So it's Satan, Demons, and Satanism, the occult and uh, spiritual warfare. Those three and uh, so many others are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Now, if you'd like to speak with June about a situation in your life, just call us at 800-917 and uh, call and leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as we can to talk to you about what questions you have and to uh, get you on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation tonight with Claude. Okay, Claude, I have a, a, a true alignment with you about the danger of what goes on, but I do believe most people don't understand. So your question for me is? Um, my brother, um, kids, you, the school wanted him uh, to um, dress his kids in costumes so they could have the Halloween party. Uh, come to the Halloween party. He didn't want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Was he right for saying no? I, I, I don't want my kids participating in the Halloween party. And uh, is was he right about that? There are many schools that will not allow Halloween. 
Um, now, they will have a harvest festival or a, they'll, they'll, they call it different things because, uh, but for Halloween itself, um, the, the root of that is in the occult. Now, most people don't know what the word occult means. Uh, it just, it means hidden, um, covered up, concealed. But it's really, it, it's an attempt to gain supernatural power or knowledge apart from the God of the Bible. And the reason I'm saying that is Halloween is a ceremony. Um, and in fact, we detail some of what these activities are about uh, regarding Halloween and I think it just helps, and I say we, we have keys on the topic of the occult. And to understand um, that what this is about, um, it originated with the ancient Celtic uh, harvest festival. This would be the Irish, the Scottish, and the Welsh. Um, the Welsh, uh, they... This harvest fest festival is pronounced Sowen, um, uh, or some Sowen. Um, the owl remi reminding you of the word cow, you know, rhyming with that. So it would be Sowen. It means festival of the dead. So that's the beginning the festival of the dead, and people believed, and this is important, people believed that on October 31st, the spirits of the dead were able to move freely among the living people, and they would commit violent acts. As a part of the, the festival, uh, the ritual part, the druid priests offered human sacrifices to appease the dead souls. And tragically, in satanic cults today, this practice still continues. The druids, that means um, these were like Celtic uh, king-like chiefs and priests. And um, so if these spirits of the dead would come to earth this is the belief and if they were going to commit a violent act um, what we know the term trick-or-treat it's like they would put out uh, treats for the the dead people who were these dead spirits so that instead of uh, provoking harm, uh, it would appease uh, these these um, the the dead who were walking the earth, and so that's why it's they're gonna they're going to do something bad. That that would be the trick part, or the treat is I'm buying you off, and so that's why there would be all the candy that would be sometimes left out. Uh, oh, oh, and 
you know, the the pumpkins or jack-o'-lanterns, this tradition came from the Irish who carved out, it was really not pumpkins, it's, it's potatoes and turnips initially. And then they would put a light in them, uh, like a little candle, to illuminate them in an attempt to scare away these evil spirits. And eventually the Celtic people replaced turnips with carved grotesque faces in the pumpkins. And so if the people who believe this, you're, you're giving power over to this, um, which is um, actually there are aspects that are, are forbidden for us to do. Um, now these costumes that people would wear and masks, the Druids believed that if people assumed disguises, then the evil spirits wouldn't be able to rec recognize uh, their victims. So some believed that the demons could be frightened away if people wore hideous masks. Uh, some even believed that their identity, the identity of wearing uh, a mask, could be changed to whatever was resented was represented by the mask, but um, and, and I'm giving you a history of this. So again, the trick or treating that was to appease the dead um, troublemakers who could do damage, and people would place food on the doorsteps in hopes that the evil spirits would be satisfied and then pass by, go on, and and then leave. And the traditional color of orange, uh, the, it's typically the orange and black. The orange would be for the autumn harvest, and the black represented death. Both represent the major themes of Halloween's original purpose. Again, the festival of the dead. And then there used to be, um, or sometimes you'll, hear about bobbing for apples. So the apples were the favorite fruit of Pomona, who was the Roman goddess of the orchards and gardens. And many games of divination, which is fortune-telling, centered around them. The apples are still a symbol of renewed life for witches. If you'll remember, um, or some people will remember the story of Snow White. Well, there was the poison apple in that story. Um, but uh, one of the aspects would be the black cats and bats. Originally, people thought that witches turned themselves into cats, especially on Halloween night. And the bat symbolizes both... Um, uh, the bird for the soul, and the demon as a dweller of darkness. And in medieval times, it was thought that the devil often assumed the shape of a bat. Now, I, I'm just giving you the overall um, trappings uh, of Halloween, but what's clear is 
you're asking, what about participation? I'm going to read something to you. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning in verse 14. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do do, uh, righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Uh, What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Now, this is for the true Christian. We are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them. I will be their God. They will be my people. Therefore, now listen to this. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. So as I read this from 2 Corinthians 6, again, verses 14 through 17, we are not to participate in anything that is like the festival of the dead. I had a neighbor two doors down when I was growing up. Um, A neighbor named Cecil. He was older than me, probably at least four years. I knew his sister, Alice, and uh, Cecil was mean. And police had him targeted, meaning they knew to watch out because he would kill on Halloween. He would kill cats, dogs, he would kill pets. And I did not know this for quite some time, but um, he was very much into the dark side of Halloween. And, um, you know, we are in 1 Corinthians 10, 20, it says, the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. So the fun I had running from house to house and grabbing as much candy as I could, which I did, um, that's all I knew initially. Even the most of our most of our Halloween traditions were followed in innocence. However, Halloween is a serious event in the lives who practice witchcraft and Satanism. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org 
forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics on the program tonight, just call our customer support team, and they'll be happy to let you know about one of our uh, resources that will help you, and uh, they can provide those resources and assistance for you in a struggle you might be having. Just talk to them, and uh, no one has to be alone in uh, in their uh, situation and their issue. So if you would like to talk to them, get some of our resources that would help you, or maybe help uh, someone else. Maybe you can pass that along to them as uh, they deal with a situation in their life. The number to call is 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. And uh, June is speaking about the topic of the occult tonight and the keys for living there called Dispelling the Darkness. That's the occult, Dispelling the Darkness. And our customer support can help you get that or any other resource that's going to help you. The number 800-488-HOPE. Or you can email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's return to tonight's uh, talk with Claude. Well, Claude, there are warnings, and, and this is why I think it is wise if someone has a conviction, you said like your brother, and uh, in regard to the school, uh, I gather his children were attending, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, yes. okay. Well, there there's so many warnings that it that God gives, not just a casual something over here. I'm going to present another scripture, Leviticus 20. I was stunned when I began to do all this research, and that's why I have this in our what we call our keys on the occult. Uh, this is in Leviticus 20. I will set my face. This is the Lord speaking, the Lord God. Uh, I will set my face against the person who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute themselves by following them. And I will cut them off from their people. Consecrate yourselves and be holy. Holy means set apart for God. Set apart. Consecrate yourself and be holy because I am the Lord your God. So I think he does not want us 
I mean, I know he does not want us to be dabbling in that which he forbids. And part of the challenge is um, we know that, and your pastor obviously taught on this um, in Second Peter 2. I, I, just wanted, I just wanted to mention, Sister Joan. Yes. Uh, my pastor is talking about, like you mentioned about the occult. And um, and the uh, practice of a cult, the soothsaying, the witchcraft, the consulting uh, spiritualists and mediums, um, people wanting to uh, know their future, and um, yes, in uh, um, um, the fortune telling, and and in um, Leviticus. Um, 1931 mm -hmm. uh, is the word where Jesus says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. Mm -hmm. And also in um, uh, Deuteronomy 18, 9, um, it says that, um, um, oh, be not found among you anyone that uh, make a person his daughter to pass through fire. This is a, a cult practices or that use divination or an observer of time or enchanter or a mm -hmm. witch or a charmer or consulted with familiar spirits or a wizard, necromancy. Yeah, that's worship of the dead. Things are an abomination to the Lord. Yep, the, you're right. These are very specific warnings. And it is vital that we, if we want a, a, the best relationship we can have with God, then we will not be doing the acts. And even if somebody says, well, I really don't, I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Uh, let's say horoscopes. Um, well, I remember reading horoscopes and I was curious. And um, I didn't know at the time that that was forbidden. And what the, the reason consulting horoscopes about, and by the way, you say, well, where is that in the Bible? Does it say, does it use the word horoscope? Well, it says, do not look to the signs of the sky. And that's what people look at. Um, or let your astrologers come forward, these stargazers who, who make predictions month by month. Surely they are like stubble the fire will burn them up. That's Isaiah 47, 13 and 14. And I really had to take a turn. I really, uh, I never heard of any controversy about Halloween. And my brother and I, we would try to, as fast as we could, grab as much candy as we could. And that's what I thought of it as. Having no idea that there is a history 
of um, the occult. There were, I'm going to be very graphic here. Um, if you look at uh, the Satanic Bible, there is a sacrifice of a child. It would be a blonde boy. Uh, there are things that are ungodly. And then much later, I learned all these various things that did go on in our culture that I wasn't aware of. So we can be uninformed. A lot of people are, are uninformed. And, you know, I remember not knowing about scriptures that um, are very... You know, it, we are not to look at the signs in the sky. We're not to be looking at that those who make predictions based on um, the the stars. And you say, well, but if it doesn't work, it, you know, I understand. But we need to keep ourselves not seeking knowledge. It, it and. Um, very candidly, I remember in in my college days, I um, I went to New Orleans. There was something about a an, uh, a fortune teller. I'd never been to a fortune teller. Just out of curiosity, I went. I was told I was going to marry a man named Charles, and he would be a twin. I have yet to meet a twin who is named Charles. I mean, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I knew nothing. So, but to willfully submit when that is actually um, forbidden for us to do this, we are then not yielding to the to the clear teaching of the Lord, and. Um, you know, Second Corinthians 4 says, We have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. Um, on the contrary, this is written by Paul, We, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So there, there's, a, there's a point of saying, okay, there's a lot that is forbidden in regard to the occult. And what it is, is are we going to look to God or are we going to look to God? That's it. We're going to look to to uh, a practice that is forbidden or, we, or, or, or are we going to look to God? And that's why I think it is it is important to do what God says. If we are not to participate, then don't participate in that. Um, those there are those who say, "Well, you know, um, I believe in white witches, not black witches." Well, if you understand, um, you could say, "Well, white witchcraft." is better than black witchcraft, but they're both actually forbidden. In fact, God is very clear about witchcraft. 
and we're not to participate in that. And he is against, which is what they are doing or not. Um, it's really inviting people to be attracted to them and what they say they're going to do. Look at their power. And yet what we see is this is not if, he, if God's against witchcraft, he's not distinguishing between white witchcraft and black witchcraft. And so we are to look to him for power. Um, I ran across here um, the forbidden, forbidden practice of their cult. Most believers um, rarely recognize that the Bible forbids Satan worship and witchcraft. They may may not, however, so quickly identify other practices as a as an occult. Although some Christians may consider it harmless fun to consult their horoscopes in the daily in the daily newspaper, God says it's not. In fact, He forbids His people from engaging in astrology of any kind, mm -hmm. of fortune telling. Um, it has some various different chapters, Leviticus 20, 27, Deuteronomy 18, 19, 14, Isaiah 44, 25, 47, 12, and condemn other magical practices such as casting enchantment and contact, contacting the dead through medium. Have you ever sought out our have you ever sought out your horoscope? Have you ever played, uh, ever palm read, using Ouija boards and such things as that? Uh, it's extremely dangerous. And um, what it does is it, it's competition to God Himself. See, it's looking to divine guidance, it's looking to guidance not from God, but from actually it ends up being the demonic um, many things can be supernatural but it, what is the source is it the supernatural source of God or the enemy of God and it's just better to do what God tells us to do do not learn the ways of be, or be terrified by the signs of heaven meaning looking at, at horoscopes, etc. So it, it really, we must not give power to that which God forbids. So you're right on target. I'm going to send you our keys on the occult. We will send our keys for living on the occult called Dispelling the Darkness. We'll send that along to tonight's caller free of charge. We do that because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. <laughs>